Hello, I am your host Chloe Brewster and welcome to The Creative Comeback, a love affair with the arts and podcast form. I talk to creators from all different walks of life, discussing the ups and downs of being a creative in modern society, delving into the nitty gritty of the arts industries. Today on The Creative Comeback, I chat to John Katz about everything music. John is a singer-songwriter from Southampton, producing amazing original content he shares with his followers on Instagram. We talked about the impact of supportive parents when starting a career in music. I guess I'm going to start off with, why did you choose music as a career? Why? Well, uh, I'll big up to my parents, really, because uh, I've, always, I mean, I've always loved music. It's always moved me since I was really young. And then my parents were nice enough to pay for my guitar lessons, my keyboard lessons when I was younger. My dad would li- literally be driving me back and forth to guitar lessons every week. You know what I mean? And then really, it's just the thing in life that gets me the most excited. So I can't really, from literally the age of about 10, I couldn't see myself doing anything else with my life other than doing music in, in some way. Sort of feel like you've sort of been bred from a young age to do music. Yeah, literally, literally. Because people love to talk about like, oh, what do I want to be when I'm older? And it's like, it's a big thing. I was, I'm blessed because since the age of, literally since I first started playing the guitar, I knew that I wanted to do music. So yeah, that, that, that question's never been a grey area for me. I've always known. So yeah. Sort of where do you get your inspiration from when you're writing music and creating music? Oh, I mean, a ton of places, a ton of, I mean, sometimes the inspiration just comes from like my emotional state at the time. Like there's an issue going on in the world or you know, it's a sunny day. Like literally the other day we had a really sunny day. So I just wrote a song about being buzzing for everything to open back up in the summer because, you know, that's just the vibes I was feeling that day. Like that's part of it. And as well, like I just guess like, because obviously I rap and I play guitar. So when it comes to the rap thing, it's like other rappers really. Like I might, I might hear something crazy, like hear some crazy lyricism and it makes me realize, shit, I need to up my game. And then it's the same with like the jazz guitar, like beat making and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'll see, like, I'll just be inspired by hearing, hearing something else and like thinking like, oh, like I need to like try and make something like that. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, I guess to some degree I have a bit of a competitive attitude towards it. When I hear it, I need to push myself, you know what I mean? To make sure my, I'm, I'm on my game. I know what you mean. Sort of feel like you've got to be the best of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Oh, tell me about it. I'm always like striving to make sure it's 100% correct. It's a blessing and a curse, man. Honestly. Do you think Especially that... When you've got a deadline. Oh my God, I know. Tell me about it. Deadlines are not it. <laughs> um, do you sort of think no. <laughs> that COVID has like hindered your inspiration and your sort of like love for writing music and things like that? Uh, in terms of like the writing and like getting down to the creative side, it's literally done the opposite. Like if I've been locked inside, like what else am I going to do in my time? I'm just going to make music. You know what I mean? So in that sense, it's done the opposite. But in terms of, but in terms of being, being optimistic for my, you know, future, future career within this industry, then it's completely hindered it. It's completely hindered it. But, um, yeah, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep positive still. There's so many different ways to earn money in this industry. It doesn't have to necessarily be done through live performance. And I'm trying to just put my fingers in all the different pies. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think as well, it's sort of one of those things that's like, if you believe you can do it and you try hard enough, you definitely can. Defo. Yeah. If you don't have that attitude, you shouldn't be doing it anyway, in my opinion. So like, yes. yeah, you're going to get burnt out. 
but yeah definitely that being said do you feel sometimes that there's a lot of pressure to still be creative even when the situation isn't exactly one that sort of inspires you uh yeah yeah i noticed that at the start for sure but i mean i think it just took me it took some sort of like I mean, I just need to realize on those days where it's, things aren't coming together, let's just put it to bed. Let's, let's do something else for the day. You know what I mean? Like, it, t- it took me a while because at the start of this lockdown thing, if I, if I had a day where I wanted to be creative and it just everything I was making wasn't very good, like, it can be soul-destroying. Like, it can, it can literally be soul-destroying. But, like, I don't know, I'm getting better at just, like, cool, if that doesn't work, I'll go just do some exercise or something like that. And, like, you know, just put my mind some, somewhere else if it doesn't work, you know? Yeah, I feel like as well, as a sort of creative industries as a whole, everyone's got so used to having to work from home that sort of... Exactly. I think it's going to be weird when we go back to not working from home because everyone's going to be like, what is this? Like, this is so... Yeah, people aren't going to be used to that. It's going to be... You're going to have to relearn everything again. Like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm anxious for that, for that time to come. Like, it just sounds so crazy. And it's interesting because it's like, oh, will some people prefer working from home? Like, will it become more... Yeah, like, things like something that. I was talking about with some some of the people on my course. Like some of the people on my course actually like being able to do the music stuff from home because they they're doing it in their lecture and then they've got all their equipment right in front of them. So as soon as the lecture's ended, bang, let's let's get to work. You know what I mean? It, as simple as that. So for some people, it works. For me, I don't know. I kind of like being there in person. I'm looking. I'm so buzzing to get back to uni. So yeah, definitely. Do you think that as a creative, you're supported mentally and financially? Um, wow. Uh, that, that's a valiant question. Um, mentally supported by who as in just sort generally of, or sort of like, um, the government, uh, university and society as a whole, like sort of three different sections. Okay. Okay. I mean, I would say society in terms of like when I go on social media and stuff like that, I think the support definitely is there. Um, the university, the, the university as an institution, I'd say, no, the support isn't there. My lecturers, on the other hand, my lecturers are, are, are brilliant. If, I've, if I'm ever concerned about something, my lecturers, will pull, my lecturers will pull through, and they have pulled through, in fact, like in COVID last year, like they, they pulled through like when, when I was struggling to get certain, meet certain deadlines and stuff like that, and I'd explain my situation. My lecturers were so helpful. And then in terms of the government, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't, think the government are funding us enough which is is sad but I'm, I'm just kind of not letting that get to me like because I, I think I don't know I, I'm just using this this university period is a time for us to really hone in on our craft and hone in on our skills so I don't know I think I'm just trying to look inwards uh, into what I'm doing as much as rather than looking outwards you know what I mean yeah definitely I think that's mm. the thing isn't it like you have to get to a point where you realize that there's not always going to be someone to hold your hand the entire way through and you sort of have to be like okay exactly exactly just get I think that's one of the biggest lessons I actually learned when when moving to uni I think that was literally the biggest lesson I learned that like because when you're at school I had a really good music department at my school they were really nurturing of my skills and like they really really took care of me but like now at uni I'm an adult and it's like like you know they they don't they don't give you some slack like they would at school because you're because you're a kid like you're, you're in the real world now and they treat you that way and it's a bit it's much more ruthless that's for sure I was not ready for that definitely and it's like the criticism as mm. well you're not just not taught how to take criticism 
Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I think I think definitely it could be funded more by the government though. Um, I I was actually I was talking about this recently with a friend. I think at the funding would work best at a ground level in terms of like schools and like primary schools and secondary schools i think where the real funding needs to happen because the way i see universities universities is it's basically just the, the great thing about uni is that you've got everyone who's so passionate about one thing all in one place you know what i mean yeah whereas school is the place that you know we need to nurture those those abilities and skills but i think when you get to university it's not necessarily about you're no longer being nurtured like you're just literally shoved into the thick of it with a bunch of people who all have the same mindset as you well ideally and those those people all working hard is what's going to push you further and really become the best version of yourself I, I believe definitely I think yeah with university I think sort of because you have a passion for it and you're choosing to do it it's sort of funded by everyone as a collective whereas like yeah. um doing some research before and quite a few primary and secondary schools have actually uh, withdrawn like arts courses, music courses, because they don't yeah, have sucks. funding for the equipment. So it's yeah, that's yeah, I would not be I would not be sat here today if it was not for my school and how like how good they were at supporting me as a young musician. Like they they they're incredible. So yeah, and I and I know for a fact, like talking to my housemates here at uni, they did not have that in their school. They did not have that that, that in their school and like Art, like the arts brings so much to other people and just like personal satisfaction like it's something that really needs to be really needs to be encouraged yeah going off that point is sort of like um i think people don't realize how widespread it sort of is and like you literally mm. turn the tv on and that's all got people from hundreds exactly. of backgrounds in the arts industry exactly. doing it and it's like everything's sort of designed like <clears throat> even like your blooming microwave someone's designed your microwave so it's like yeah, exactly it's not i find it weird that there's not more funding from a younger age um mm. <clears throat> i guess like it's one of those things just whether i think people just aren't passionate enough about getting that point across about it not being funded and yeah, the i think as care. well i th i think there's this sort of misconception that you need to be talented to get involved with arts and things like that when really like like people have called me talented many times but i i think like my parents were great were like amazing enough to support and take me to my guitar lessons and my parents if i wasn't practicing they'd be like we're not taking you to these guitar lessons if you're not practicing do you know what i mean so you need to practice and i just think anyone who had that support from a young age from your parents like talent whatever that word means is is not really it's not really the case like i think we need support from a young age to be able to create this talent whatever that word means you know because i think it's i was i was just put in a, in a good position and my parents helped nurture it properly and then the school i went to also helped like i don't think i think there's this yeah there's this misconception that young people only talented young people can like like prosper in the arts but like we need to help create talented people you know what i mean so definitely like when i first started i actually before I went on to like the fashion styling side of things, I sort of mm. started off, um, I used to sew as a kid. So my parents like, okay, yeah. same way your parents like got you a guitar and paid for your lessons. My parents like mm. paid for me to have sewing machine and fabric and then they'd sit there and they teach me how to do it and stuff like that. And mm. I think people don't realize that it's one little thing like that that can spark like yeah. 
something and yeah for real even though like i sort of moved away from it now it's like mm. and i focus more on like the styling side of it knowing what i know about like the way garments are created and stuff like that it's like i wouldn't be able to do what i do now without knowing that and i feel like yeah something as small as that yeah. just your parents getting you the sewing machine and like letting you just get creative with it something as small as that like is, is such a huge thing in, in a young person's like you know exactly and like you said and then i went through school and um school and college and they sort of really teach you how to like finesse those skills and that's where it's sort of right yeah exactly but yeah like definitely and then sort of a bit more of a broad question what does music mean to you Mm. what does music mean to me wow um that is very hard to answer i mean i mean to be honest like the, the crazy thing about music is that you can experience every single emotion like from music you can be happy you can be sad like I've, like to me music is some is it's like the height of human experience as far as i'm concerned definitely i think i agree I, well i think i agree i definitely agree with you on the emotion side of things um what do you think a world without mm. music would be like Wow. Um, wow. I don't. I I think I think things would not look as nice. I think I think just it would be bland. I think like because even even when you're just walking through a shopping center, like how everything looks is just so is just tailored towards like the consumer and stuff like that. And like like I don't think I don't think the world would be exciting at all without music because it really opened the doors to like excitement beyond like something physical like it's literally just sound waves that your ear hears and creates a reaction like it's yeah it's it's, it's something very profound like that just can't be put into words you know like it, it's it's extraordinary it's crazy isn't it and it's like actually used quite a lot in like medical um things as well like yeah. they use it all the time um to calm patients down and stuff like that so it's like crazy because you just think how many things you take it away from like tv adverts like like I said shopping centers hospitals mm. people rely on it i think it's like a bit of a hope for people so yeah i think it's like I think, so t- two of my housemates actually two of my housemates they study a film composition so they write the scores and stuff for, for films and that they'll they'll show me the stuff they make and it's like you never think about the music that's in films and they'll take they'll take away the, the the bit of like it's just a little bit of violin that they've added in yeah that they, they've recorded or whatever you take it away from their little video that you showed me like the video is so boring like the video was literally so boring as soon as my housemate jamie put all his violin bits in like it was the most entertaining thing i've seen i was like what is this incredible like just just from the music you're not even seeing anything like and it it, it literally adds that much to it it's crazy it's, it's, it's you can't put it into words i know it's like you just sort of add a whole nother layer that wasn't there before when you add music into things. Exactly. Exactly. I think, yeah. Do you think like, do you think society would be different without the arts? Get it out eventually. Oh, definitely. I think everyone would be boring. I think, I think everyone would be so boring to be honest. I think it's hard to imagine because it's like, we're so used to having it all the time. We're used to looking around and seeing number one source of entertainment for most people. Number one source of entertainment for most people. 
exactly. if it's not sport it's art if they're not if they don't want to watch sport it's art definitely but still or like or like you watch a football game you know like the way this things are designed before you watch it there's all there's always going to be some intro music before like like they're not inseparable like that you know and you just think how many things like even if you watch like a documentary that's like that's got the arts in it because someone's had to film it like so many exactly different everything the whole the camera angle literally the camera angle yeah. is an art in itself like everything about it the way like buildings look like someone's just decided this is going to look like that yeah. <laughs> it's like you literally yeah no like trust that. me and like everyone makes yeah, exactly in the morning so it's like you literally cannot get away from it no matter how hard you try exactly we are walking art we are walking art when we dress ourselves exactly I'm sure that's something you think about a lot, actually, as a fashion student. Anyway, you are just walking art. I mean, it's something I think about as well. Like the, the what you wear and stuff translates so much to the the music I make. Like the music I make. It's funny. Like like my lecturers, like my lecturers, when they heard the type of music I make, like they weren't shocked at all, just because of the way I dress. You know, like yeah. they, like they they were like, oh, it, it really says something about your character and, and stuff like that. The way you dress, the way you come into uni, the way you talk, and then now I hear your music. Like it's also linked with each other you know yeah you can definitely tell i mean i'm sort mm. of i've got someone else to interview uh next week and mm. i hadn't heard their music before and then i sort of like looked through their instagram and then i went on their youtube page and listened to like mm. music and i was like yeah this is exactly what i imagined like like you said they what you wear right, yeah yeah is exactly who you are and i think it's also like yeah definitely that i don't like on I'll be in a bad mood and I'll be like, so like, I won't. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. And I'm like, I don't want people. If I don't like the fit of my trousers or something like that, like, I'm like, nah, like, I, you know, I feel a bit weird. Like, yeah, honestly, I don't so know. What important. It, it's just like, you just lose all confidence when you just like, don't, I suppose you don't feel good. So you're like, oh, just yeah, don't. it's true. It's true. It's true. It's very overlooked. It's very overlooked because it's the first thing people see. It's, it's, it's the, it's probably the most basic way you can express yourself, how you dress, I think. It's probably one of the first ways you can express yourself. I definitely think so. Do you think that, like, if we didn't have the art <laughs> worth living? Bit of a deep one there. Sorry, say that, say that one more time. Do you think, like, <laughs> if we didn't have the arts, um, life would be worth living? Yeah. No, it's a little bit deep <laughs> for a Friday. Um, but... That is deep. I mean, I would say, I would say it'd still be worth living. I mean... A lot of people get joy out of exercising, out of sports and stuff like that. I'd say it'd still be worth living. But I think we'd be, be much more bored and we, we need a variety. We need a variety as well. Like, it's not like sport, sport does one thing for people, affects them in one way. But in terms of the emotional level, I think art's really where it's at in terms of hitting someone on that deep emotional level. Like beyond like connecting with other human beings, in terms of your own brain, you know what I mean? Like art, art is probably like the main thing for that. Definitely. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think, like you said, like you can, you could survive about it, but I think you would definitely be like, it'd be a very boring life. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I don't know what I would do myself. I, I don't know what I would do myself. My yeah. entire life is based around it, so I'd have to rethink things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. Do you think that being like in a creative industry is an unskilled job or do you not think it's given the credit that it's due and like, do you think the government sometimes try and belittle it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not an unskilled job. <laughs> That's for sure. 
it's definitely not an unskilled job. I mean, I think there's a level to it where, I mean, not everyone is good at this stuff, right? Not everyone is good at this stuff. And I think there's, there's a sense for me that we're trying to just like, you know, we should accept everything, even if it's good, but we do need to draw the line somewhere. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I do definitely think that um, the government do not give it the respect that it, it deserves a lot of the time. Definitely. And I think like arguably it's one of those things that because you have to nurture it from such a young age, sometimes mm. it's almost like you've spent more of your life like sort of growing and developing in one certain section than someone who's just decided at the age of like 16 that they want to be a builder like obviously yeah but it's like you spend your entire life aiming towards this one thing and then someone's like oh but being Mm. a builder or being a scientist is more important than you are yeah for sure for sure i mean as well growing up i think um it wasn't necessarily the thing that helped nurture me was just role models that were older than me, right? Like my two teachers at school, big ups, Mr. March and Mr. Hunter, um, like those guys, like it was never, it was never necessarily like I looked for an establishment or something to help nurture me as a, as a creative. It was more just, I had good role models, good peers around me. And yeah, it's, it, I was lucky to be in a good environment growing up. It almost the perfect environment for what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? So yeah it's, it's it's a hard thing to achieve but that i think that is the most valuable part of nurturing the arts like putting putting these young people in the environment to be able to really prosper you know what i mean and challenge themselves definitely i think it's weird as well that they're sort of overlooked considering some roles in the arts industry pay way more than any other job you and, can. yeah yeah because if you really get rich in the arts industry well what not rich but if you start making good money in the arts industry like it's good money it's yeah well i've been looking yeah through at um jobs and stuff and i'm like rolling through and i'm like looking at the paycheck like the yearly paycheck on some of them and i'm like wow i did not realize like if you could get that like doing doing what you love like yeah like that's just the icing on the cake really isn't it Definitely. Um, Do you think that coronavirus has impacted the arts negatively or do you think it's been a good thing? Uh, Both positive and negatively. I mean, obviously the whole performance environment, the whole performance environment, I mean, doesn't exist right now because of coronavirus. Like people can't do that. But I think the good thing about it, uh, which some people don't, don't talk about is it's incentivized people to well with i can't speak for fashion but for, for music right it's, it's incentivized people to learn the nitty-gritty learn the music theory learn how to produce stuff because there's still work going in that people are still asking people to arrange a four-part string harmony for their new tune or something like that and a lot of people who just might maybe they just play guitar and sing or something like that which is which is fine but if like i think going into i want to make a career as a musician you need to you need to expand your horizons you, you, going into music as solely as a performer and you want to just make a career as a performer is quite an unrealistic goal in my opinion like i think yeah definitely i think it's the same mm. sort of fashion like um obviously the goal is to be a stylist but i'm not not looking at doing other things like being like sort of doing the social media aspects or doing like the merchandising aspect, yeah. like 
I think it's definitely in that, yeah that's a big thing with COVID sorry yeah I was just gonna say that's a big thing with COVID like the biggest thing that switched for me is like just trying to work on my social media just try to try to grow that more you know what I mean I think as well like the online community community is so much more there now like you share one post yeah. and like literally you've got like a hundred people that you know who are sharing it to different places and then all of a sudden you've got like a hundred followers in like 15 minutes like it's crazy how yeah, uh, one change your life yeah it is so true and in a way i think sort of social media will change the future of fashion and music because look at like tiktok mm. for example you're getting songs on tiktok yeah. that from people who have never recorded music before who've just put it on spotify and it's just gone viral on TikTok and all of a sudden they're number one in the UK charts. Like it's unheard of to like, it's crazy. And like, it, they've produced honestly, it like, is it like what you can achieve with a mobile phone in 2021, like is, is unfathomable. <laughs> like it's, it's stupid what you can achieve with that thing. It's, it's often very overlooked. I think. Definitely. I think definitely something that will be added into like curriculums in the future. Like, looking at this time yeah. and how it sort of changed music yeah. and art. Yeah, I, ne- I never thought about it in that sense. Like, imagine being able to teach, like, young creatives about how to properly market themselves on social media because, like, I know so many so uh, musicians who say, like, oh, I hate social media. Like, just, you know, I don't... And I, I hate social media to an extent as well, but it's such a powerful tool, man. Like, you need to you need to jump on and be posting stuff regularly if you want people to care about what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Because... Yeah, no one's going to read about you in the newspaper. No one's going to read about an article about you in the Daily Echo. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Exactly. I think we're quite lucky in the fashion industry because we are very much like, well, we do an entire unit based on marketing yourself online. So it's sort of like... Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm actually doing a, doing something like that. But I was talking about more, more sort of like the school and like college level, okay, like if, yeah. they, if they could talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I've got a module like that at the moment, like learning about marketing myself and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think definitely at school, they sort of just tell you like, oh, don't do this on social media. Don't do that. But it's never like, well, actually, you can. Yeah, you, like- what you can achieve with social media. You can change your life with social media, innit? Yeah, they just tell you about the dangers. Like, yeah, and that's important. But really, like, you can become rich from this thing, mate. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, people should be talking about that more. That people are making, like, £40,000 a post. Like, it's crazy how much money insane. That's insane. It's insane. I think, yeah, I think it will definitely be, like, future generations will definitely be, like, the social media generations. We're sort of, like... Yeah, for sure. In between, sure. Like, we use it, but we're sort of, like don't necessarily yeah, we hate it at the same time like, like i i have to put a cap on how like i've got like a half an hour a day instagram thing and i normally go over it, i'm not gonna lie but yeah yeah like because it yeah it, yeah especially like on those days where something really terrible has happened in the world like obviously we need to we need to all talk about it but it, it's just so sad and then so depressing at the same time and like you know what i mean you just want to switch your phone off and just not do that because it's just going to kill your mood day so yeah you gotta find a balance it's and it's hard to find a balance like it is hard because this social media thing is new like it's so new we don't know how to deal with it you know what i mean so we don't know how the human brain really responds to to like that much access to a phone like that so exactly. you gotta be super careful as amazing as, is, as it is you have to be super careful definitely i think and it's still one of those skills i think brands and companies and just public figures in general are like learning about i mean the amount of times i've seen yeah. brands post things and gone mm, 
maybe you shouldn't have posted that. Not sure how you're going to get right. that sort of reaction. I think that's sort of where yeah. teaching about it will be better in the future, if you know what I mean, because then you'll get a generation of people. No, definitely, definitely. In terms of just like giving young people who do arts faith in themselves as well, like you're like, if you can show someone how to market their thing through Instagram, you're really putting a lot of power into some into a young person's hand. You know what I mean? If there's so, if someone's really talented, and like you know how to market your social media, then yeah, like you, you can you could you can win. You can potentially make a you can t- potentially win. So it's like yeah, yeah, it's definitely overlooked. It's definitely overlooked. Um, how do you look for opportunities, sort of in the industry, and do you feel supported when you're making the choice to do things? um how do i look for opportunities so are you talking about i mean because in the covid era making opportunities is far more difficult i mean if we if we talked last year before covid happened the way i was making my opportunities was just networking one of the most important things in this industry is just being a good guy like no one's going to hire you don't matter how good you are playing the guitar no one's going to want to work with you if you can't if you can't hold a conversation if you're not approachable if you even just like how like how you look how you dress how you, how you carry yourself around like like networking is, is obviously the most important thing and then at the moment i guess with the way i'm looking for opportunities is um social media mainly as we were just talking about uh uploading things on social media and and things like that and just writing music and just sharing it with my friends and things like that like i'm i'm still like i'm still a student to the game you know what i mean i'm not like i'm not and I, and all the all the greatest are always a student to the game. They, they'll never admit that they're they're not. So, yeah, I'm still I'm still learning personally. Yeah, definitely. I think, like you said, this year past year has been difficult to seek opportunities. But I would say yeah. the same as you. The amount of people that I've worked with once and gone, I will never work with you again because you're the most difficult person <laughs> I've ever worked with in my life. Yeah, like, trust me. And, it always helps just trying to be flexible, I think, and just like even just having a smile on your face, even if like you don't know what to say, just yeah. gritting your teeth and smiling and just mm. with it. I think. Yeah, it's, I think it's important to yeah diversify what you can do because is what I'm doing a lot of like writing uh, string arranging at the moment for like one of my modules, and I'm just trying to share all the because people know me as like if someone who makes beats and he raps as well, not like. They don't know that I can arrange string harmonies and stuff like that for people if they want me to. They don't know that I can write uh, arrangements for people and stuff like that. So I'm trying to work on that skill more and just like try to, you know, put that stuff out there as well so people can get a, get a grasp of that. Like opening up an entire new world of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so many of those entire worlds of opportunities. The more worlds you can get involved in, the, the more work that, you know. I sort of answered my next question, which was, how have you developed your career? <laughs> so I'll sort of change it up and say, how do you plan cool. to develop your career in the future? How do I, um, I mean, the main plan is to just work on my craft every day, really. I, like, I practice guitar every day without fail. For, like, I try to get a good few hours in, depend, but, you know, it depends on how much time I have in the day. I'm rapping every day, trying to get better at that. Um, and... Yeah, like the main thing I'm working on is just getting good marks on uni as well. Like I want to make sure that I actually graduate with a first and things like that. So, yeah, like that's that's where my head's really at at the moment. Just like really honing in on the craft and just making making the connections, making it happen. Definitely, and I think 
uni is always a good place to start because I don't know about you, mm. but we <clears throat> get a lot of either guest lectures in or we have mm. like lecturers that do our course full time and mm. they have their own magazine that have that they get paid by Rolex to advertise in it. And it's like right, yeah. you just got to wanna get in their good books. Yeah, if you're one of their favourites, then you get in, fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what are your goals for the next five years? Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> because the thing is, right, so I do loads of things, right? Like I don't, in music, like I'm this module at the moment where I basically have to just like make a video about all the different things I do. And my lecturers only just found out I rapped, do you know what I mean? And they just thought I played like jazz guitar and stuff like that. And like, I feel like I have a very unique set of skills as a musician, you know what I mean? So, um, sorry, repeat the question. It was what, where, what, what's my plan for the next five years? Yeah, what sort of, what are your goals for the next five years? Oh, the goals, the goals, yeah. Um, I mean, the goals, are, uh, the main goal is to just get better, get better at what I'm doing and get more widely recognised for what I'm doing. But it also, like, I think what a goal is just, just to be a well-respected name within the industry. People know that they can call me to put guitar on something or to produce their track or to, if they want me to rap on a verse or something like that. People know that they can uh, rely on me to arrange their string part for them. You know what I mean? Things, things like that is like, I, I, I want to, my goal is to just be well-respected by people I respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Just sort of not, not, not look up to people, but like, sort of be that good figure for other people to go oh look at what exactly from look at what he's yeah, done yeah. In life. exactly yeah yeah definitely do you feel like your goals like reaching your goals is supported by your mentors your family just basically anyone who's important to you uh definitely yeah definitely definitely my family without a doubt definitely and um yeah, I mean, anyone who's older than me, I could, I could think of a lot of people uh, growing up who have seen, you know, talent, as we've talked about, in me and of, and of you know, help, help nurture it. So, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I definitely, I've had nothing but support, really, if I'm honest. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I'm lucky. Definitely. I think it's always nice because it makes you feel like you're going to get there rather than fighting like a losing battle. Exactly, yeah. Um, switching topics up a little bit here do you have mm. like a specific aim to your work like when you create music do you have like a political stance um or anything like that or do you just sort of base it how on you feel um base it on how you feel yeah well a lot of the time I might go into it be like I want to write something about this or I want to write something in this style but a lot of the time like it, it would just I just go wherever it takes me do you know what I mean so I mean, I wouldn't say I have anything necessarily like politically charged or anything like that. But I mean, if there's issues that I want to speak on, like, to be honest, like on like I've had over summer, like um, days where, you know, if, if I'm feeling sad about something or if there's a, a particular issue, the, the way I vent my feelings now is to put it into a rap. Like that's how that's how I do it. So and it, it, it's, it's therapy, that shit. Like, that is it's, it's, honestly like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, um, yeah, I would say it's rarely it's rarely like a political stance. It's, it's emotional from from my emotion, but sometimes as well when I'm writing a rap, 
I don't necessarily want to write a rap about something in particular. I just want to like, you know, just improve the craft of rap. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't necessarily, sometimes, sometimes you don't want to have a message. Sometimes you just want to, you know, you want to just go at the mic, see what happens. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to just like try write a really intricate rap. It doesn't necessarily have to have a, a whole message to it. You just want to talk, you know? Yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's those sort of like spontaneous ones that actually end up being like the best. Like Yeah, the best stuff I, I ever write just like randomly comes to me and I'll just knock it out in like an hour. I'll be like, yeah. And then like the stuff that doesn't come out as well is the ones that's taken me weeks. Uh, that's yeah. always, it's always the case. I think it's sometimes mm. that sort of overthinking it. Like sometimes you overthink it and put so much of yourself into it that you lose mm. what you're trying to say in the first place. So sometimes yeah. like and if you look at music like throughout the years some of the best songs were the ones that just don't make sense yeah yeah exactly exactly was it uh, bohemian rhapsody was it wasn't that I, i'm pretty sure that was the story something like that like the lyrics were just really random or something like that yeah. and that's like one of the most famous songs that's ever ever been wrote so yeah yeah literally and a lot recently as well like the songs are just like have no meaning whatsoever but like you just can't help but like sing along to it I love it yeah because it's subjective it might mean something to you those words might mean something to you that's what's so great about it like exactly and they're like easy to put memories to I suppose so because it doesn't yeah yeah you can put it for any sort of occasion you go oh I remember when Mm. I was listening to that and I did this yeah exactly yeah and my final question for you today is Mm. What are your overall thoughts on the underfunding of the arts and how the creative industries have been treated during this pandemic by the government? Um, yeah, cool. Uh, so the underfunding of the arts uh, situation, I mean, my, my opinion on it is kind of, I mean, we need, yeah, we need to underfund arts at a ground level and things like that. But I'm also kind of of the opinion that it's it isn't the biggest issue i think the biggest issue is looking inwards and uh i'm kind of of the opinion that your music should be able to bang without the help from any third party if you want it to really if you want to really succeed if if you if you need help from all these other places to help your music bang like you're only going to attract a very specific audience or whatever and it's like i think yeah, I think the ultimate person to make anything, any change in this whole thing is yourself and your, and your family. I think your family are very important as well. I think the, the home is, is really the most important part. And the second question, what, what was it about um, the, the pandemic? Yeah, how like the government have treated the arts during the pandemic. Um, for example, um, not funding the music venues and things like that and only having a very small budget to save them and keep them afloat. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so sad, like, the amount of small venues we've lost, like, f- from all of this. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a real shame that it's a real shame that the arts um, is kind of, like, lower down the list for, for what we're putting money on. I mean, I'm not a politician. I'm not sure where the money should go, where it shouldn't go, things like that. It's so sad to see so many people's lives turned upside down and losing their businesses and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like... I'm trying to I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'm really like the government need to help the the must help 
everyone as much as they it'd be amazing if they could it's just um like what would that be at the cost of is the thing and i don't believe for a second that the boris johnson really puts the money in effective places anyway but there's so many so many industries that have been completely destroyed from coronavirus and there were going to be small businesses who had to who had to lose unfortunately and that that's just the way the cookie crumbles and it's so sad but yeah definitely and i think it's it is it is horrible what's happened and it's horrible that so many venues can't open their doors again but i think as well mm. at the same time it will definitely be one of those things that people have been so deprived of seeing um like musicals seeing live music mm. going to art galleries and i think that when you are allowed to do those things again i think they're going to bounce back because people have missed it so yeah, the industry will boom yeah it's yeah. probably end up being it will go from probably its worst to its best quite easily if you know what i mean like yeah i agree look at the festival scene i mean reading and leeds sold out in minutes didn't it yeah so the boomtown i'm pretty sure they all sold out crazily yeah crazily. i think as well i think as well with the with the government funding thing because that like that it's important don't get me wrong on the ground level but i think the most important thing that i think about is that there's always something to work on like lately at the wi-fi in our house has been in, like really really bad and we're, we're like getting it sorted and we're all complaining about how bad the wi-fi is because we can't like um get on the internet to do like our creative work and stuff like that but then like you know it, it dawned on me i've got all this boring stuff that i really need to practice on the guitar i don't need wi-fi to do all that boring stuff so i think people need to keep in mind that there's always something to work on like the the, the more the more nitpicking you get with your craft the better you're going to get at it so i think that's that's something that's often overlooked definitely and i think that's a good point actually we do all complain when you have to use 4g in your own home or whatever but i think yeah i've yeah. got so many things i could sit down and do but you just don't choose to do it because mm. it's annoying. and it's like that is what's going to get yeah to level. yeah like that like especially because i'm sort of at the stage of my guitar playing right now where i need to practice loads of boring stuff to get better you know because like i i've got to a certain level where i am but if i really want to take my playing to the next level that i need to do a load of really really boring stuff so like when the wi-fi don't work i try my best to just go and do that for a bit and like yeah yeah definitely i think it's just one of those things it's sort of like we've all learned how to deal with it and i think at the start everyone was complaining and now we're sort of getting to a point where we're so used to it that actually we're thriving so used to it, yeah we're thriving yeah that's that yeah I've, it's weird because I've, I've gone through phases the start of lockdown like as soon as we got locked down i was thriving loads i was like right cool but then i went through a period like maybe like september october i was like no nah, this is shit you know what i mean like this is so bad like yeah, yeah. It's, it cut it, like but as well like people need to know like we're human in it like that that's that's cool for you some days you're gonna you're gonna hate it some days you're gonna hate it but you like you'll power through there'll be good days and bad days exactly and like this project was supposed to be i was actually supposed to be photographing people in their like workshop so like you right know, in real life of course and now yeah like had to turn it around but arguably it's gonna be way more interesting this way because it's a side that no one's ever shown before like we've not been in this exactly, situation yeah no one's shown exactly how to create from home so i think it should be yeah for sure
be an interesting sort of next couple of years, I think, to see how things change and progress. Yeah, it'd be quite, it, it's, it's scary to think about it. But honestly, I think lockdown has um, created some insane musicians. Us being locked away. I know, I, know, I know a handful of people who they got locked down and they thought, cool, let me just practice my instrument eight hours a day. Like, not, that's like, you know what I mean? Like those, like, lockdown is probably, is probably going to create some incredible music uh, over the next decade. Definitely. Oh, I think you froze. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 